Welcome to the You're Fired podcast. You're You're fired! Yeah! Um, Today we're going to be talking about um, a shortened, well, it's just going to be a shortened episode. Um, We're just going to be talking about the Lakers versus Heat. Um, A couple of NBA and NFL news. Uh, We're going to review last week's NFL scores, talk about our fantasy scores, and then predict our... Or week five NFL games. Um, starting off, do you guys have anything to talk about the Lakers versus Heat series? Lakers up three one. Pretty convincing lead there. What do you think, Lake or Chase? Um, well, yeah. Well, after the first two games, I thought it was going to be a sweep, but that was kind of foolish because Eric Spolstra is one of the best coaches in the league, and he'll adjust and make the right adjustments. And so that's why the late, uh, the Heat won Game Three, uh, but it's kind of in the series of the, um, the pattern of the Lakers series. They don't adjust until you force them to. So, as long as they keep winning, they're not going to change what they do. And then so after Game Three, they made the necessary adjustments. Came out in Game Four, took a three-one lead, only one game away from winning the championship. Twenty twenty champs. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, a little bit about that series. Um, I feel like Jimmy Butler, he just needs to be more aggressive and kind of claim that role as the number one scorer on that team. Because, like he did in game three. Yeah, well, like, because with Bam back, he kind of took a step back and he wasn't as aggressive. I don't know if that was because Bam was back or because AD guarded him the whole game. I think it was a little bit of Probably both. Because, yeah. like, like, Jimmy, like, with Bam on the floor, Jimmy didn't have to worry about having to score as much because Bam was a good scorer. But mm-hmm. with him, so with him being off the floor, uh, Jimmy took the role. And now that he's back, he's like, okay, I don't have to worry about it as much because Bam's back. Obviously, having Anthony Davis guarding him the whole time didn't help either because he couldn't get to the paint as easily. Yeah. Um, but like in that forty-point game, Jimmy didn't. Did he even? Sh- I don't think he even shot a three. Yeah, no, like, he didn't. Uh, so he had forty points without shooting a three. Um, that just kind of goes to show that he had he was doing whatever he wanted with the Lakers. So he kind of has to do that again and just be aggressive and get to the foul line as much as he can. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think he's proved that. Did you guys say he's like a top ten player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. Better than like all those Paul George type players. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's one of the top. He's a yeah. superstar maybe, but star for. Is he on the NBA first team or no? No. I, I don't, don't even know so. if he was on any other teams. Because uh-uh. oh, I can name like four or five players that are better than LeBron, obviously. Giannis, AD, Luka, Harden, maybe Curry. If you're trying to win a playoff series, would you rather Katie. have Jimmy or Giannis? I know it's kind of crazy. Yeah, probably what Jimmy do you think Butler, about it? Because he wants it more, I feel like. Like, he just has that dog in him. Like I've been saying, man. It's not about the size of the <laughs> dog in the fight. About the size of the fighting dog, baby. Yes, sir. And like Giannis, I know Jimmy doesn't have a jump shot, but he just doesn't like shooting him. He can hit him, even yeah. though he only shot twenty five percent in this regular season. But now that it matters, he started hitting him more. Mm-hmm. But Giannis, he can't get you a bucket from like anywhere you would want him to. But yeah. Jimmy, he can rise above you from mid-range. He can bully you into a floater, they hang can, in the air, finish, shoot They can three. both get to the hole from most places. Pause. <laughs> but, yeah, Jimmy Butler can 
is just more versatile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like another thing when it comes to Jimmy Butler and being on the Heat versus Giannis, uh, like Jimmy Butler, teams don't game plan for Jimmy Butler as much as teams game plan for Giannis. You know. Yeah. yeah. So like that's what that's what's nice about being on the in the situation that Gian, or excuse me Jimmy's in is he's not the primary person people like scheme their defense around so he can still excel you know and when with Giannis they're putting five people in the paint exactly you're like oh we're playing as Giannis not oh we're playing as the Bucks where if you're playing the Heat you're like we're playing the Heat and they have Jimmy Butler exactly it's Heat then Jimmy not Giannis then Milwaukee yeah. and the Heat Chase like you said don't just run their offense through him. They, like, move Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero off ball so much, and, like, there's yeah. so many different handoffs going on with so many different people. And the Heat are just a better team overall, I feel like. Yeah, which was obvious. They have more they, side pieces. They beat the Bucks. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Like, you, you brought up uh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, he's one of the luckiest people when it comes to passing out of shots because he will literally be, like, all he has to do is flick his wrist, and he'll pass out of it, and it won't be a turnover. Yeah, like that's so crazy how he gets out of some of those shots. I know, and don't like a lot of teams. Once they are done running their play, they'll just stand around and ISO. But the Heat just Heat just keep going through their yeah. like cutting, moving off a ball until they get something they like. Yeah, that's that's just it's championship winning basketball. Obviously, playing the Lakers, it's a lot harder yeah. to you have to like. That's the thing. With Jay Crowder and Tyler Hero being the two main guys missing those open threes, you know, it's you have to hit those if you're gonna beat the, if you're gonna beat the Lakers in a best of seven series. Yeah. Um, and the Heat, I mean, the Lakers are just too talented and too big and too much of a mismatch for the Heat. Mm-hmm. And so, as long as the Lakers don't come out like they did in Game Three, and as long as they play with the right effort and play smartly enough they they're gonna to win go home. they're gonna win the series if they do those things yeah. just because they're too much better than the heat mm-hmm. but and i said um or i didn't say it but i saw that like a lot of players and executives around the league are starting to say that the heat are becoming a very desirable free agent uh-huh. destination so they could in the next two years they could have a very very dangerous team because they, they have room for another Honestly, max squad. I don't think they need another superstar. They just need more supporting cast. You know like what I mean? An actual, I feel like, like a, if they get a superstar who has this big ego, yeah, they, they, it won't work on that team. They have to yeah. fit the heat culture. Yeah, like Jimmy Butler, everyone thought he had a big ego, but I don't think he did. I just think he needed, he just had a, different, he like, needed a good surrounding cast. He yeah. just had his own leadership style, yeah, and exactly. the, yeah. he fits the heat perfectly. Yeah. Um, Listen, hold on one second, really quick. You're talking about how like you don't really need max players. I feel like this obviously wouldn't have probably would never happen. I feel like Marcus Smart is the perfect fit for the Miami Heat. I agree. That's fact. He has that same style of play that Jimmy Butler does. Yeah. But I don't think Mar- I don't see Marcus Smart leaving the Celtics anytime soon. So. Yeah. And um, yeah, the Heat could run the East for a while if they yeah. make the right moves, which yeah. they've shown they consistently and do. And if the Bucks don't make the right moves, then they could be getting pushed out of first place. Yeah. yeah. The Heat are more of a postseason team anyway, so even if they're not the first seed, they're still dangerous. Yeah. Um, uh, Doc Rivers got signed by the Sixers. Yep. You guys have any feelings about that? Not really. Kind of expected. He was going to go somewhere. I mean, he's a good... He's Doc Rivers. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a name that everyone knows. I wish Mike D'Antoni went there. It's just yeah. 
more possibilities for more crazy things happening. Mm. Like, well, like, I feel like with Doc Rivers going there, it's, like, it's kind of, like, two negatives could make a positive, you know? Because, like, in my opinion, uh, Doc Rivers is not the best playoff coach because he doesn't yeah. make the necessary adjustments, and the, the Sixers are not the best playoff team. And so maybe, possibly, Doc Rivers finally realizes when he needs to make the proper adjustments and they could make a push for a title. Who knows? But yeah. uh, a lot of questions in Philly. Maybe he learned from this series and yeah. will uh, self-critique a little bit and learn from his mistakes. Isn't, what's the name, Alvin Gentry? Is he interviewing for the Clippers? Or no? No, he King just, no, what? he's an assistant now for the Kings. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, another firing that just happened was something that was, should have happened when he traded away DeAndre Hopkins for <coughs> trash. Um, Bill O'Brien got fired. I think everyone just expected that to happen. Yeah. Should have happened a while ago. Yeah. Well, and like, one problem for me is having, because he's the coach, or he was the coach, and he was the GM, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. That's just too like, much. It, you yeah. can't handle both those things. Yeah. Imagine if you're being a GM, and you're coming into this job with nothing but Deshaun Watson, and you have no first or second round pick this year. No, I know. There's no so first true. round pick next year. Like, you're screwed as a GM. Even if you're the best GM in the world, you can't make anything out of that. Yeah. Except Yeah, but I mean like they have they don't necessarily have the great pieces, but they have like, they just, enough pieces to be a team that's two and two, not oh and four. Yeah, and I mean I don't know, I just feel like Deshaun Watson, he's a good starting block for the next GM and head coach, you know what yeah. I mean? But Bill O'Brien screwed him with no such little picks for the next couple of years. And yeah, they did just have a super tough, like, opening three games, but... Uh-huh. They just lost to the Vikings. Vikings yeah. were in control the whole game. Yeah. Who knows, if he wasn't the GM the whole time, maybe he would have been a better coach just focusing on yeah, that. Exactly. But we'll never know. Um, Let's review last week's scores, and if anybody, like, any games that come up, like, if anyone player pops out to you you can just stop and we can mention that um let's start with the monday night game packers falcons aaron jones aaron Rodgers, just the usual what was up with calvin ridley he didn't catch a single pass right five yeah yeah which i mean if you're a fantasy player right now you could and you could probably go buy him for not that much maybe but not in our league (laughs) well in our league he gave away three players but i mean they weren't that great of three players. That's true. I think it was, a, it wasn't super fair trade, but it was, it wasn't like a lopsided trade. Right. Um. But yeah, just the usual stars in that game. Julio today was not at practice. Um. What's his deal? What's his? Is he hurt? Hamstring. Hamstring. Yeah. That's what it was, was kind of contrasting styles because they were playing the Packers. Devontae Adams also had a hamstring injury. I think yeah, it was. Yeah, weird. <clears throat> and the Packers chose to say. He's not playing till he's 100%, and, and the he, Falcons put Julio out there, and that's why you wait till they're 100%. Yeah. Like, especially with a hamstring, because yeah. like, you could just overwork it for like one play, and it's another yeah. string. All it takes is just one bad step. Um, the other Monday night game that got pushed back, because Rona, Patriots-Chiefs, 
I don't really know of anyone that actually, like, had a great game. Mahomes had, like, an average week. Yeah. Just the Patriots as a whole were impressive to me. Because <clears throat> it was a close game, pretty much the whole game. Except late in the game, the Chiefs had a pick six, which when you have Brian Hoyer as your QB, it's going to Oh, happen. that was such a bad pick six. One right through yeah. Julian Edelman's hands. Oh, yeah. Was it Jared Stidham the coach or the, the card back at that point, though? Yeah. Uh, I forget. I think he might have gone in right after that. Yeah. I think uh, that, that was, like, that Belichick's, like, tilting point or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Well, point. and, like, because uh, I was watching the game, and one of the announcers said that that just goes to show how much the Patriots need Cam Newton. Because, yeah. like, people, yeah, like some people were saying, like, Cam Newton, like, that team's already good. They could use, like, any quarterback. Well, not any quarterback, but they don't need a star quarterback. Yeah, they and need that, Cam. That right there is the prime example. Uh-huh. But um, the Patriots' defense, like, held the Chiefs in check pretty well. They had, like, I don't know. It was just a close game the whole way. It was way. a very boring first half. And, I don't know if I said that yeah. already, but. Um, I think it was 6-10 to 10 at halftime, Chiefs. Yeah. I know the Patriots don't really care about these, but it was a good moral. It was a good moral victory for the Chiefs, or I mean the Patriots, knowing that once they get their QB, maybe they're in the lead at halftime, and that pick six doesn't happen, and then they up winning, end up winning. So, um, yeah, true. A very embarrassing loss for the 49ers to the Eagles of all teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carson Wentz, another Carson Wentz type of game. Nothing too special. Just chaos. Yeah, chaos. I don't know. You can't even call that controlled chaos. Um, Brandon Ayuk had a good game. He had a great game, didn't he? McKinnon had another good game. McKinnon's averaging like 17 points right now. 49ers running back is always going to be good. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Um, Except I don't know what it's going to be because Raheem Mostert's back this week. I think two of the three running backs are always going to have a good week. The third one... There's going to be always one of those three running backs who doesn't have a great week. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But the, I think this showed that Jimmy G is better than Nick Mullins. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, oh, Nick Mullins better than Jimmy G. He should be the starter. But There's a reason why starters are starters. When C.J. Beathard replaces you, you probably shouldn't be a starter. Yeah. Um, next one, Bills, Raiders. That one was only a one-score game, 30-23. to 23. Josh Allen got hurt but came back. Um, Josh Jacobs, pretty average game. Any notable names in that game, really? Um, I don't know. I didn't really watch much of that one. I don't really think it was a super exciting game or anything crazy happened. Bill's still undefeated. Yes. Um, Josh Allen's been showing that he's in, he deserves to be in the MVP talks right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colts, Bears. Colts won that one by eight. Super low score, 19-11. Colts got a great defense. They super do. underrated. I think best in the league, maybe. Them and Steelers. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, yeah, nothing, again, really too special in that game. Best kicker in the league, Rodrigo Blankenship. Other than that, you know. Nick Foles, trash. Yeah. Not trash, <laughs> but just same skill level as Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Um, Which Mitch Trubisky is trash. <laughs> Giants, Rams. Rams won that one by 8. 17-9, another low score. Very boring game. Yeah. I don't think anyone had a great game. Robert Woods didn't have a good game. Um, yeah. I think this was a game where the Rams were just like, instead of winning this game, let's just not lose it. <laughs> so, like, they played super conservative. Yeah, probably. Like, let's walk out of this game with nobody getting too hurt. Yeah. Because um, we're going to walk out with the win anyways. Let's not try anything crazy. Just 
go out there. My Browns moved to three and one, baby, against the Cowboys, 49-38. Very high score. Is that really a shocker though? The Cowboys defense. Honestly, is it did shock me. Surprised me. Not yeah. gonna lie. Um, we were up forty-one to fourteen at one point. I did not know the Cowboys defense was this bad. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Let it slip away. It was forty-one to thirty-eight at one point, and then OBJ had that insane like fifty-yard run. And then a lucky two-point conversion, botched kick, but ended up running it in. Yeah, that was just an exciting game. Dak was another 47-point game. Yeah. It shouldn't have been that exciting, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the Browns, Rams, the, the, the Browns allowed it to Browns be. Browns, put it away. The Browns almost browned it. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not a thing. It should yeah. be. Um. Bengals got their first victory of the season against the Jags. Jags are not impressive right now. Are they one and three or two and two? One and three. I thought they were going to be better than that, <clears throat> but at the same time, I thought you they did. Were. At the start of the season, I thought they were going to be terrible. Yeah. And then after week one, that might have been looked, fool's gold. They looked kind of good, but yeah, it probably was fool's gold. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon with that insane game. Yep. If you have him, you could probably trade him for a high amount right now. Yeah. Although. If you're, I heard this on somewhere else. If you're a team, fantasy football team that's 500 or better right now, I would keep him. But if you. Why? Just because he might keep doing this. You never know. It's not like a guaranteed thing. But if you're a 1 and 2 team or a, or a 1 and 3 team or an 0 and 4 team, trade him away. Just try to get something great for him. Because you don't want that uncertainty on your bad team. Um. Chargers, Bucks, Bucks won by seven. Not really a shocker, but yeah. What was a shocker was the score throughout the game. Like the Chargers were up by maybe fourteen at halftime, but then Tom Brady just went on a touchdown rampage and threw five of them and ended up winning. Yeah, and, uh, I told you Justin Herbert looks good, and he had two deep touchdown passes. To yeah, I both like him. to undrafted guys. He's going to be a good QB to pick up next year in your fantasy draft. I don't know this year because he's. I don't know the situation with Tyrod Taylor right now. As long as he plays, he'll be good. Yeah. Um, Seahawks just beat the Dolphins by eight. It was really 15, but garbage time touchdown. Yeah. Um, Russ still cooking it up. Only. Was it two or three touchdowns? Not two. Only, I'm sure. Two touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Taco Tuesday at Taco Time. Yes. Actually, no. At some um, Mexican at food part. place. If they want to sponsor us, then we'll say. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Americanized fast food, Mexican food. Yes. Place. There you go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> hey, DM us, though, if you want to uh, sponsor Taco Time. Uh, uh, Chris Carson had a good game. Nothing really. Two rushing TDs. Yeah. Um, Beast. Fitzpatrick had a decent uh, game. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett have, like, a kind of a down game. Yeah, he, yeah, did, he did, but, yeah. If like you, he said in the week two or three mic'd up, sometimes it's, when the touchdowns come, they come in bunches, and then you might go a long time without getting one. Exactly. True, man. Self-fulfilling prophecy. If you have a quarterback or a wide receiver, and they are playing the Cowboys or the Seahawks, start them unless they're just a terrible wide receiver or quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Saints beat the Lions by six. Lions were up 14-0 at one point. And then the Saints were up, I think, by 14. 
but it was a very interesting game to watch. Saints actually go, go barely snuck away with it. That game kind of just shows you that the Saints are very different without Michael Thomas. Yeah. They kind of need him. Yeah. Yeah, that's all there is to say. Um, <laughs> Panthers beat the Cardinals in kind of a stunner. Not really a stunner, but... Panthers. Are I don't think a lot of people expected that to happen. Yeah. yeah. I think when McCaffrey gets back, their defense has gotten under control because it's a very young defense, I think. Teddy B has gotten under control, and I think they're not going to use McCaffrey as much as they have in the past because they figured out how to not use him and win. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're still going to use him, but... With McCaffrey, 0-2. Without McCaffrey, 2-0. and Yeah, just trade mm-hmm. him to Seahawks, you know. Yeah, yeah we'll take him. him. We'll take him off your hands. Yeah. He yeah. Seems, he seems like a problem. Uh-huh. Um, Vikings... We're only going to give you Geno Smith. That's our highest offer. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty fair because they do need a backup QB. That might yeah. be an overpay. Ah, uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> Vikings beat the Texans by a, a very slow game, I think. Um... Justin Jefferson had a good game. Thielen had a good game. As long as the Vikings aren't in a game script where they just are up and run the ball up, run the clock out yeah. by running it, their wide receivers are going to keep putting up numbers. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're good, and so is their quarterback, and that's a pretty good uh, combo. Ravens won by two touchdowns against the football team. Again, not really a shocker there. Um... Broncos Thursday night won by nine. That was actually a very interesting game. Kevin Gordon had a really good game. Yeah, he did. Jets are a very cheap team, defensive-wise. Yeah, their defensive coordinator. Yeah, and then um, Steelers-Titans just didn't play this week. That's moving to week eight, I think. Yep. Um, All I have to say is Greg Williams is a dirtbag. If you yes. want to learn more, just search up Greg Williams- Hit or something like that. No, there was something when he played for the Saints. There was like, um, yeah, he paid his players to hurt other players. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah, there was someone filmed it in a locker room before the Niners game. They played before they played the Niners a long time ago. Just terrible. Yeah, like it. it just watch it. It's interesting to watch, but it's bad. Yeah. Um. This past week in our fantasy league, I played against Lake. I beat him by, I think, 16 or 17. I moved to 2-2. Two and two. Lake moved to 1-3. and three. Yeah, I don't know how I'm 1-3 because... You would have beat me if you didn't trade away Joe Mixon. You yeah. traded away Joe Mixon the day before we played. And I played Austin Eckler, who had one point. So. Yeah, that sucks. Um, and uh, I have, like, the fourth most or fifth most points in the league, and I'm tied for eighth place, which doesn't make sense. But you have, what, like, fourth points against? Something like that, so when which you, isn't crazy When you either. won, you probably won by a lot your first time you won. And then when you've lost, it's probably been close games. Yeah. Which they have been. Um, you play against... Or, Chase, what was your game this week? You won? Yeah, I played... Um, Sadars, I think. Okay. Was and I beat him by oh, five. Yeah, if he put a defense in, he probably would have won. Yeah, probably. Well, because Todd Gurley had a lot better game than expected. Yeah. Um, and I moved. I improved to three and one on the year. Good stuff. Um, I play against. Who do I play? I play. Danny this week. I think Lake. You play Aiden this week. The he's, juggernaut. He's four and zero. Aiden is, and he has 
an insane team. He should be scared. Oh, yeah, definitely. Chase, <laughs> who do you play this week? I play Blake. Okay. Um. So, we all have some... Me and you have some easier games. I think Blake's 3-1. and one. Danny's on yeah. 4. Aiden's 4-0. Oh. So, you have a pretty fair matchup. I am... Um, I should win, like... Should win. It's going to be a close one. <laughs> um, I'm just... Bro, I just wish Danny would, like, kind of give up. Because he's 0-4. <laughs> not give up. You, you never know, to, though. Yeah. I was, on a 12-game win streak. You can still make the play. I was 0-3 last year. I won my first game in week four, I think. I moved to 1-3. And, and then I think I finished the season in fifth place. With I think a five hundred record, so you never know. Well, I mean, if you're gonna be zero and four, like at you better least start a, trying to make trades. Give me a receiver. Just give me Tyler Lockett. That's all I want, please. He will not give up Tyler Lockett. I've tried to give him insane amount, and I don't know why. He's not because maybe because he's really months. good. Yeah, but you're getting well, yeah, some good. He's back. really good, but he's zero and four at this point. <laughs> yeah, try something new. Anyways, moving on to next week's predictions, Week Five: Bucks versus Bears. Bucks are supposed to win. By three and a half on Thursday night. I got Bucks. Um, Bucks versus Bears, you said? Yes. Bucks as well. Chase, what do you think? Say it again. Bucks, Bears. Oh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. All right. Um, our next one, we have the Ravens are favored to win this one. And they're playing against the Bengals. They're favored by 13 points. I'm going to go Ravens as well. Say yeah. Do we think they'll win by more than 13? Probably. Yeah, I'd say so. I think the Bengals will cover that. Um, Bills are playing the Titans. There's no real, like, projected winner for it. But I'm going to take the Bills. I got the Titans. They're just kind of on a roll. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they haven't played the best of teams, though. That's true, but Titans are coming off a bye week, which could help, but could mess up because they didn't practice at all last week. Chase, you're saying Bills? Yeah, they just have too much momentum. Did you guys hear that the Titans broke protocols because they weren't allowed to practice, but they ended up practicing at a high school in Nashville? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and now they just keep rolling in some more positive tests. they're just being stupid. Yeah. Mike Rabel's not teaching his guys right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the Belichick way. (laughs) That is the Belichick way. Next week, or next game, we have Cardinals versus Jets. Cardinals only supposed to win by a touchdown. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think Cardinals are going to win this one. If Jets somehow can beat them, good job. The Jets are going to win a game this season, right? I don't think it's going to be against the Cardinals if it does happen. Yeah. They have to play against, like, the Giants or someone like that. Yeah, true. You know, I'm going to go with the Jets. This is going to be kind of a shocker. I know you guys are probably a little bit surprised. <laughs> I could see it happening. I, I wouldn't think, be surprised. I think but... Sam Darnold at this point, he's just going to show. He, he's going to do what Russ did. He's going to turn the mic off, and he's just going to show Adam Gase that he can do it himself. That might not matter because I think Joe Flacco is going to play. Are you serious? Pretty sure. Wow. That would I think be I saw that. That's surprising. Just because really? Sam Darnold's hurt, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Oh. Well, you never know. That could be another reason why they win this game. Blake, you going Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still going to roll the Jets. I'm not going to change my mind because I think Sam Darnold's going to pull it out. All right. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> Next, we got Steelers versus Eagles. Steelers are supposed to win by 
a touchdown. I'm gonna go Steelers with this one as well. Steelers by two touchdowns. Three and zero. Get a move to four and zero. I'm predicting Chase. I agree. Steelers, but they're gonna win by ten, not a touchdown. Okay, so we are at Steelers on that one. Um, Jags are favored to win this one against the Tex. No, sorry, Texans are supposed to w- win this one. <laughs> yeah, by Texans how much? are supposed to beat the Jags by six points. I'm gonna. Say Texans are going to win their first game. Um, That's a good one. I feel like I'm going to pull off the upset. I'm going to go with the Jags. Okay, Chase. Give me I'm some separation. Guys, James Robinson's going to have another insane game. It's going to be the James Robinson DJ Chark show. All right. Yeah. I would like to see that happen. Okay, um, I found a couple winnable games for the Jets here. I see it. They play the Dolphins back to back weeks. What? Oh, really? How? Yeah. As it? Okay. <laughs> and if you are coordinating, if you're coordinating the NFL schedule, how does that happen? How do you put back-to-back against the same team? Like, I actually want to know how you do that. They play the Browns, so that's probably an auto win. So, three wins, possibly. <laughs> I have a question for you guys really quick before we continue. Yeah. Are the Jets right now what the... Browns were in 2017. You yeah. mean 2016? Or are you saying 2017 as well? Just like that, like when like when they won years. one game between two years. Yeah, that those two years. Are, are, is that the Jets' current state right now? I think so. I think that's what they're going into. Because they just the have, Jets have been a historically bad team, but now they're like they've dipped way below. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. they just have terrible leadership now too. They, in addition they don't to have a bad leadership. Team. Yeah. Um. But yeah, next game. We have Falcons favored to beat the Panthers by two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay, say Falc or sorry, not Falcons. Panthers are gonna win this game. Same. I like the Panthers. Aren't the, aren't the Falcons? They haven't won yet, right? Correct. Damn. That's gonna go change after Sunday. You saying Falcons? I'm gonna go Falcons. If they lose, do you think Dan Quinn will get fired? He, you have to. You've blown three leads, and you haven't won a game, and you're losing to the Panthers, which aren't a bad team, but. But yeah. that's a winnable game. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, Chiefs favored by 13 points against the Raiders. I'm going to say Chiefs. Me too, Chiefs. obviously. The Raiders are a good team, but... I think it'll be less by 13, though. Less than 13? Yeah. Did I say less by less 13? Less by 13, <laughs> yeah. Um, Rams are projected to beat the football team by 7.5. I think Who? Rams are going to beat the football team. Man. I think yeah, that's agree. agreed. Yeah. Some I think they'll win by more than seven and a half, too. Um, Niners are supposed to beat the Dolphins this week by nine. I don't know. I think Dolphins Niners. Are, versus Niners? Yeah, I think Niners are going to win. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But <clears throat> I think it, it's going to be closer than it should be. Yeah, probably. Um, Pats, this game has a possibility of not happening. There's no projection for it yet just because Patriots players some of them have tested positive for Rona Patriots with a galaxy brain move getting Stefan Gilmore COVID and then having <laughs> to talk to Mahomes after the game uh huh anyways um they play the Broncos so I'm gonna say Patriots are gonna win that one yeah yeah same even if Cam doesn't play yeah um next we got Colts against the Browns Colts are favored only by a point and a half wow I'd take the Colts I'm gonna, by like I'm going to take five. the Colts. 
I bet you against the Browns last yeah. week, and if I keep betting against them, and they keep winning, I'll keep betting against them. Browns for me. I'm gonna go with the Browns. All okay. right. Um, Cowboys are favored to beat the Giants by nine and a half. I think Cowboys need to win that game, yeah. like just for their confidence. Uh huh. And yeah. I think they are gonna win that game. Probably. Yeah. I think. For them. I think Dak isn't going to have to throw for 500 yards, and he's going to have a mid-20s fantasy game for the first time this season. I think they should just feed Zeke the ball and keep the Giants' offense off the field, which yeah. is crazy to say. <laughs> keep yeah. the Giants' offense off the field. Um, Chase, you saying Cowboys? Yeah. All right, Seahawks, we have the Vikings this week. Supposed to win by a touchdown. I think it's going to be more than that, and I think we're going to win. Does it have yeah, the over yeah. under? Seven. Oh. Uh fifty seven and a half points. Yeah. It's That's, gonna be high scoring. It's gonna be a shootout. Um, um you guys got, agreeing? Yeah, I got the Seahawks. Yeah. And then our last game, Saints are supposed to beat the Chargers by seven and a half. I'm gonna go Chargers this game. Wait, is Michael Thomas playing? I don't know. I really want the Chargers to win this game. I like them a lot. I'm going to say Chargers are going to take this one. I don't know why, but I just feel like Chargers are going to win. I'll go Saints, too. Chargers are my second favorite team. I'm declaring it now. Um, That, I think, wraps it up for us today in this episode. It is a shortened one, but next week we should be back to full length. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you aren't already... Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe. Hit the download button. Um, give us a five-star rating. Follow us on Instagram at yourfiredpod, at lake underscore show, at chase.holand, at weston.joiner. And um, DM us if you have any questions, any suggestions. Um, we're going to be posting some polls here soon about fantasy questions. And um, Go yeah. Lakers. Go Lakers. Go Heat. Ah. <laughs> All right, uh, have a good rest of your guys' day, and don't forget, you're fired!